We now begin Maseches Bava Basra. As you recall, I said before that really originally Maseches Nezikin was a Masechta all to itself with 30 Prakim, and this is the third and final section, uh, which is divided into equal portions of three, excuse me, of ten Prakim each. Um, and that's why sort of we're sort of continuing what we left off at the end of Bava Metziah. The main topic of Bava Basra is property law, and particularly uh, real estate, real property. So, um, in the beginning here, the first chapter, we'll talk about um, the laws they apply to dividing up property, whether between partners or neighbors. Um, then in the second paragraph, we'll talk about um, restrictions on damaging your neighbor's property. The third paragraph, we'll talk about um, chazaka, that is usually when we say that there's a dispute over some piece of, some assets. So, uh, we have the principle of hamotu mechaver lavariah, the one who's trying to take the physical object out of the person's hand, so the burden is a, a proof is on him, meaning that uh, whoever is currently muhsak was physically in possession of the whatever it is, the asset, he gets to keep it unless someone else can bring compelling, you know, evidence to the contrary. Now, that's different when it comes to land. When it comes to land, so there are different rules to defines what it means to be a muhsak, to have the status quo, to be the one who's entitled to keep the property without other evidence. So we'll discuss that in the third parak. In the fourth part, parak, we talk about the laws of selling property and how that works. Then in the uh, fifth, sixth, and seventh parak, uh, we talk about uh, more um, sales and how sales work. So in the middle there, uh, we are going to lapse, uh, like in the fifth and sixth parak, we're going to lapse into selling um, not just uh, la- property, but also land, but also uh, movable items before we return back to selling property. Um, in the seventh parak, and then in the eighth and ninth parak, we're going to discuss um, the laws of inheritance. And then the tenth parak, the final parak of the whole Masechta, and even of the whole bigger picture, uh, we'll talk about um, the laws of how contracts work, shtaros in Jewish law. Okay, so here we now begin the first parak of Masechta's Baba Basra, talking about splitting things up here. And the topic of Mishnah Aleph is privacy. A person's entitled to privacy, a person's home is meant to provide them with two basic things, security and privacy. Um, and when it comes to privacy, so the issue is that in the time of Chazal, much of their work was done out of their homes in like a shared courtyard in front of their house called the Chatser. So a person um, is allowed to say, listen, I don't feel comfortable. I want to have a fence, a wall that divides in me and you so you can't look at what I'm doing and um, request that they build a wall to enable the person to have privacy. Now, in Mishnah, hey, we'll talk about the ability of one neighbor to force the other to contribute towards building such a wall. But here in Mishnah Aleph, we're going to say, Hashutafin Sheratzulasos Mechitza Bechatzer. If you have two neighbors, you have Shutafin means partners, where they're sharing their partners in the Chatzer, this courtyard, and they want to divide it, meaning that this courtyard is not very big. If the courtyard were big enough that each of the two neighbors could get at least um, a 4 by 4 ama area in which to do their cooking and making stuff and so on, so then that's functionally large enough that each per- one each neighbor could force the other one to make a physical partition. But if the shared area of the chatzer is less than 8 by 4 amos, so then it's considered to be you know, too small to divide up unless everyone's agreeable. But our mission here says if shiratsu, they are agreeable to divide it up, so then, um, then they can uh, build it together, of course. Now here the mission says, Lasos mechitza, to make 
Um, literally, it would sound like a partition, but this mission doesn't mean that. Okay, mechitzir means to make a divide and to divide it um, into two halves, equal halves, such that uh, each person can get the privacy he wants. Meaning, normally a mechitza, a legal partition, would just be, say, 10 tfachim high, call that, you know, basically waist height, a yard or a meter high, roughly. But that wouldn't give privacy. So here, the mechitza we're talking about here is a, a, not a, a legal partition, but rather a wall, which divides the two halves. It'll be four amos high. That's like basically the height of an average person, so people's eyes are below the end of the wall. And that way, each neighbor is afforded the privacy that he wants. So, if these two neighbors agree to divide their chatzer, their little chatzer, which is not that big, uh, with a wall down the middle, so then, the Allah is, they must build the wall in the middle, meaning each of the two neighbors contributes equally um, to the costs of building this wall. And I mean that both in terms of the construction costs of paying for materials, but also in terms of contributing the land. Each person must give half of the land space required to build this wall. And uh, the missionary says that's true even if, let's say, for example, uh, one neighbor has twice as much frontage as the other. So in other words, before they divided up, one guy's apartment was twice as big, and therefore you could argue he has twice as much you know, use of the front. You say two entrances that go into the courtyard, the other guy has one entrance to the courtyard, and so on. It doesn't matter. Once they're dividing it, since they're both getting equal benefit in terms of the privacy that the wall confers, they have to pay for the wall and allocate space of the wall um, 50-50 equally and not paraded based on how much the rest of their um, chatzer usage would be. Says the Mishnah further, If the custom is to build with whatever building material it might be, we have four specific ones listed in the Mishnah, so then the neighbor can force his fellow to build according to what's the prevailing custom. Okay, now these four different materials here, the basic point here is that as you become um, higher quality uh, construction, you need less space. You have to lose less of the size of your little chatzer. So, gvil are stones. These are piled stones. They're not finished at all, so they're rough edges, and therefore they need quite a lot of space. You'll see in the Mishnah, they're going to take a little sixth fachim wide. Gazis are hewn stones, so they have sort of have like smooth edges, and therefore you can make them closer together. You need, you'll see, five tfachim. Kfisin are half bricks, think like cinder block bricks. They need um, a total of four tfachim uh, to build such a wall. And then levenim are whole bricks. You need just three tfachim for whole bricks. If you'll ask, wait a second, how could a whole brick need three and two halves need four? The answer is if you have two half bricks, so then you'll have to use cement to stick them together. That cement also takes up a tefach, okay? So therefore the Mishnah says, Hakol Kamina everything goes according to what's the prevailing custom, meaning if the prevailing custom were not to build walls at all, but just simply like a like a it's like a, a, a picket fence or a or a, even if it's just like like a thatch fence made out of you know a lot of palm branch or something like that. Whatever is the minag, that's all you can force your neighbor to do. Now the mission will say how you divide it up equally. It says Bigvil, if you're using these un these rough stones, so then Zenos and Shloshatfachim, Vizenos and Shloshatfachim. Each of the two neighbors contribute um, three tfachim for a total of six. Begazis, if they're hewn stones, they have smoother edges, then zenos and tfachim mechza. This neighbor gives two and a half tfachim. Zenos and tfachim mechza. Another neighbor gives two and a half as well. Bekfisen, if you're talking about half bricks, zenos and tfachim, zenos and tfachim. Each one gives two tefachs. And if it's belevenim, they're regular bricks, so then zenos and tefach umechza, vizenos and tefach umechza. Each one gives one and a half tfachim for a total of three. And therefore, since that's the rule, that each one's giving half of the materials and half of the space, if the wall should fall over, 
then um, when they rebuild a wall, they'll put it back in such a way they know that the space on which the wall used to sit was allocated equally between the two of them. And also the stones, if they're dividing up the rubble, would go 50-50 between the two partners, uh, neighbors. Now, um, the Chiddush here is that, as I said a few moments ago about the introduction, usually if um, one person's in physical possession of an item, like a brick, so then the other person couldn't get his bricks back uh, without a raya. And here we don't have a raya who belongs to what necessarily. So the principle here is since the rules are that people are to allocate um, the space and cover the costs equally, 50-50, therefore it says if the Sanhedrin could testify, what the Chazali referred to as Anan Sahadi, like we can testify, so to speak, says the Bezin, that it must be 50-50 and therefore half the bricks, even though they're all in your backyard, must belong to your neighbor.